0: Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing we hope is that you will sort of just listen and chill and hopefully even drift off. I'm your host, Marco Timpano,
1: and I'm your co-host, Nidhi Khanna.
0: This is pretty awesome. We're kind of retroing it right now. We
1: are. We're,
0: we're back at your house. Yep,
1: at my kitchen table.
0: Yeah, with our old school mic.
1: Our old school mic. It'll be interesting to uh, hear this episode after hearing some of the ones that we recorded at your place in yeah. the sound studio.
0: But uh, it's always fun to be here recording because Zena, your dog, just she commands the place.
1: She does.
0: And you just go with her.
1: It's true. Right now, she is uh, very lethargic yeah. and uh, is doesn't want anything to do with us.
0: Okay. So maybe we'll talk about um, French Bulldogs oh, a little okay. bit later. Because one of our fans asked for a show about French Bulldogs, which brings me to the emails and the reviews we've been getting, which have been so wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. We had
0: a wonderful... Um, itunes review about someone who was using our program for pre-op and post-op with their um you know ailment that they were facing and they said uh, our show really helped them and that really touched me so thank you to that listener thank you
1: so much and we've uh, had people reach out from australia because yeah. we're now on spotify and mm-hmm. so uh, feel free to listen and sleep through your spotify account as well
0: i often go on our analytics to see where people are listening and I'll just explore the cities and the cities I've never heard of in Scandinavia, in Norway, and it's just it's just so fascinating to know we have. I was we just
1: haven't we haven't done one of our city or town episodes in a while. Let,
0: let's let's make a point next time we record to do to that because okay, I was perfect. looking at Switzerland yesterday, Ooh. and I I know Lucerne, like I know that yep. that city, yeah. But there was two other places where I was like, these places are just look so cool, and I just want to visit there, and. So it's a great, if you love to travel, it's a great way to sort of do a virtual travel of people who listen.
1: It's true. Yeah, we did a lot in season one, and I miss those episodes.
0: I also wanted to talk about ladders. Okay,
1: Okay. let's go there. And can we talk about, so at work, sometimes I have to give people a ladder waiver.
0: Oh, I don't even know what that is. Because
1: after a certain height, you have to have your working at height certification, in oh, order mean, to climb mean, up on uh, ladders that are a certain over a certain height.
0: So let me see if I get this straight. You get a certification for a certain amount of feet or meters that you can safely climb the ladder, and or, then if you have the certification, you can climb past that.
1: Correct. Okay. And and work at height. So a lot of technical. Technicians in theater, for example, would probably have working at heights to get on the catwalks and things like that. Right. Um, But often we have artists who are um, installing something, let's say, you know, and they need to have a ladder waiver because you don't want someone, I don't know, falling off a ladder and then being like, "It was your ladder." Right.
0: Of course. And you want people to be safe. One of the things.
1: Yes, always. That's
0: wonderful about a ladder. It's it's a very useful tool. And it's a very useful. It can be a piece of furniture, depending on how you display oh, yeah, your ladder. yeah, could. could. Um, when you're on a sturdy ladder, you feel very safe and you feel very like I'm the king of the world. Like if you if you go apple picking, let's say.
1: Really? I dislike ladders at oh, all you? times. Okay. I'm afraid of heights. So getting on a ladder actually freaks me out. Sure. No matter, I mean, particularly when it's not sturdy, but mm-hmm. if there's not, especially if there's not someone at... Base. base holding it, which I don't like. Um, but I find I don't even remember the last time I was on the ladder actually.
0: What about a step ladder? Do you have a step ladder in the house for like let's say because those cupboards look pretty high to me? I have a step, okay, <laughs> that's just a, ladder, a little
1: sure, a little plastic step.
0: And you're cool with that?
1: Yeah, that works.
0: Okay, let me ask you about this. What about those ladders that you see in fancy homes? in the library that swing you know that you're swinging oh yeah roll, i would like that those rolling rolling ladders
1: yeah i would li- i think i would like
0: that they're like brought me to brass or they've got a fanciness yeah to i would them. feel
1: very um i don't know decadent is not the right word but i would feel very luxurious yeah. or very like i don't know
0: nita you know that the Nitty's bougie episode is one of our most most listened to <laughs> really? episodes of the year. I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh wow, people really enjoyed this one." So Listen. I think you need a away ladder or roll roll ladder in your in your den.
1: I would love that in <laughs> my, my little den that has no use for a step ladder of any kind. Listen.
0: What about those ladders that people use for decoration? So, you know, they're like little wooden ladders that, are, that maybe are three rungs high. Oh, yeah, yeah. That have books on them or flowers on them.
1: Sometimes people
0: put towels
1: on them yeah. and things like that. I like those. Mm-hmm. I think those are nice and add a little bit sure. of a character to a space. Speaking... How, how about you?
0: They're great if you have the space i feel like they're kind of bulky like they stick sure, out so you sure. need you need a good space i think to right. really make those work that makes sense um but speaking of towels on ladders mm-hmm. have you ever had a heated towel that's oh, on well, one those of those are the best isn't well, it those just the, the most wonderful thing ever
1: yeah when i used to live in england they would have that a lot mm-hmm. in the bathrooms where it's like you have a little heated you can turn on the little heated portion and, sure. and uh but you don't see them very often here, I find.
0: No, you don't. I think the heating system is different in Europe versus right. North America, one thing. Two, they haven't been as, I guess, prevalent and adopted here in North America. For example, even the bidet, which mm-hmm. you'll find much more common in Europe than you will here. it's Or n- 80s homes. Or 80s homes, yes. Because my parents had three in their home <laughs> my and it was, built in the too, it was built in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> But then it's sort of like, after that, in the 90s, they weren't doing that. No. But now you're getting these gadgets, which is like a toilet seat that has all these sort of cool features to it. Yeah. But a warm towel oh. or a warm robe, especially when you get out of the shower or when you're getting out oh, it's of bed. the best. Nothing better it's than the that. the best And feeling. you're a robe person.
1: Marco, you know I'm a robe person. I'm surprised I'm not wearing one right now to <laughs> warm me up. It's a chilly day today. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I've recorded... At this sitting at this table, with a robe. Yeah,
0: nothing wrong with that. I'm nothing. sure lots of people listening are wearing robes right I now. I hope so. I hope so. They should. We had a whole robe like session. Session where it's like what's Nitty's preferred robe: fleece, plush, whatnot. Does your dog Zena like to lie in towels or robes?
1: Oh, the minute it comes out of the laundry, she is on all, it all
0: over it. She's on it. Really? So, yeah. So she's she, your dog. She's like, yes.
1: She likes warm things.
0: Okay, let's talk about your dog. Okay. She's a French Bulldog. No. Right? Oh, no. No. Oh, my goodness. She's I a, make this mistake.
1: <laughs> she's a Boston Terrier. <laughs> but she gets mistaken for a French
0: bulldog, okay. so it's
1: not, it's not so bad.
0: All right, <laughs> I mean, we'll do an episode on French Bulldogs, but let's talk about your Boston Terrier. Yes. Um, what's her disposition like?
1: Very playful, very mm-hmm. friendly. Uh, in fact, we were at a cottage uh, a couple of weeks ago. With a friend of mine, who, can
0: I ask where the cottage? Oh, was?
1: Magog, Quebec.
0: Oh my goodness! It Just outside of great. Montreal. Yeah, it was yeah. great.
1: And there were two other dogs there, uh, who are both uh, like one's a golden doodle and one was a another type of doodle. Sure, um, Yankee Doodle. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both like beautiful, kind of like brownish blonde fur and. Um It was really funny because poor Zena would be wanting to play with them, and these two dogs were totally mean girling her, oh no. but she didn 't know right she was just like, like hey guys i 'm here let 's go and they would just bark at her, or they the two other dogs would be playing together, and then Zena would come like you know ripping up and like waddling sure. over, and uh, they would stop playing and <laughs> she wouldn 't understand what was going Aww. on. But uh, she's very friendly. Very she's not a
0: barker, I notice. She's, she's
1: a, not a barker. She, she howls every once in a while if she sees someone pass by. She, but
0: she's not really...
1: She's not a yapper. No, she's or, not. She's,
0: she's, she's very she's, quiet. She's quiet in that way. But she's very like... Uh, Happy to greet people she likes because yes. when I come in the, in your house, she just, it's a festa. Like she's just happy. She's bringing me toys. She wants to, I rub her <laughs> and she's just loving know, it. She just
1: wiggles her little mm. bum and for a good, I would say two minutes and then she stops and mm-hmm. then goes and sleeps. It's, uh, sure.
0: so she needs a short bursts of energy. She so does. Would you say short walks is her preference?
1: I mean, no walk is her preference. Oh, really? Yeah, she's not uh, really into the walking. Oh, I didn't know that. But yes, Bostons in general need shorter walks. They aren't very good with extreme temperatures. So kind of spring and fall are more of their seasons. But like hot summers, not that great. Cold winters. Cold winters, not that great. They sleep a lot. People often mistake them as high energy dogs because you can see when she does have the energy, it's like boom, boom, boom. But it's quickly, it quickly dissipates. Uh, she's more of like a sprinter.
0: Okay. So she'll okay. like
1: in a garden or something. Like if she's off leash, she'll sprint. And then she'll just drop.
0: That's like greyhounds. I, we have friends who had a greyhound. right? And she would be great for short bursts of energy. And so she'd be like taking off or like going for a fast run or, you know, at a dog park. Mm-hmm. You can let them go and they just have fun with other dogs. She would just run back and forth. And then she would come home. Her name was Rose, and just chill, and it was like you it. wouldn't think a greyhound would be a great city dog or a dog for people who work.
1: Well, it's sad because with greyhounds, mm. often after their racing careers yeah. are over, um, you know they're really good racers because they're such for sprinters, sure. yeah. um, and then people are like, "Well, what do we?" And she was,
0: the, she, yeah. was oh, she was was yeah. she was a rescue. Oh, she was a rescue. Yeah, a lot. a lot of so rescues are greyhounds. It's great. Actually. It's wonderful. Um, yeah,
1: Great Danes also are very. Uh, people think that they are uh, very high energy or like require a lot of. Or not uh, great
0: city dogs because of their size,
1: but they're actually you know they're called the New York apartment dog for a yeah. reason because they their size actually is a hindrance for them right. to be able to. Um, exercise too much sure. right whereas and they're
0: wonderful dogs like they're great, so great they're so loving and great yeah. and, and majestic they and, are majestic um, like little speaking, horses yeah they are like they're just and they just look so uh, there's just a presence so uh, clearly based on their size but yeah. they just they just are so fascinating to watch yeah. and look at um what's a trait that your dog has that you find slightly annoying
1: once she starts playing fetch, she will not stop. Okay. She will not stop. Like, once she has you and you're like, all right, I'm throwing this ball, right. she's not going to stop until you take mm. that ball away. Um, and then she'll whine. She's a whiner. So sure. if you're not throwing the ball and you just have it next to you, she will...
0: She will whine. She will whine. Okay. Okay. And what's her current... Toy, her current favorite toy, because we haven't mm. checked in on that in a while. And <laughs> last time we checked, it was either a little pizza or some sort of Halloween-ish bat or something.
1: So the the pizza is now like a makeshift painting easel of some kind, okay. um, like like a stuffed toy in the shape or the. Uh, She's getting aesthetic. Her,
0: her Renoir exactly. on. Okay.
1: Um, She still loves... uh, She used to have this orange boomerang that she... Like a plastic boomerang. So my mom gets really frustrated with her because... You know, we buy her all these expensive toys, but her favorite ones are the ones that come from the dollar store. Sure, of course. So I was like, well, that's why we shouldn't be buying her expensive toys. Right. Just get her the dollar store thing um, and let that be that because she loves those, like, boomerangs. She can just... So you can see in my apartment, dear mm-hmm. listeners who can't see, but I'll explain it. It's kind of got this long corridor from the den all the way to the... Uh, bedroom area, which is about how how far do you think this is? What like thirty feet?
0: Yeah, I would say so. It's actually isn't this style of apartment called um, train cart, or it's called something where it's oh. like you you go from like it's a long. Room to room, room. yeah. Oh, it's called something I can't recall.
1: And so, if I'm sitting here watching TV or reading a book, like I'll throw the boomerang, Mm -hmm. and she can sprint her way to it, which is um, really great in the winter because it means I don't have to take her out in the cold. Right. In other words,
0: you have this long hallway that connects the main den to the kitchen to the foyer to the bedroom that you, if you have a boomerang, you can really launch it it. 30, 40 feet. And it takes a while for her to get it and bring it back. Fair to say?
1: Yes. Mm. And in fact, as she's aged, the amount of times that she brings it back (laughs) is starting to wane. Sure. So you throw it a couple of times and then she'll um, grab it and then jump onto the bed and just stay there for like like, five minutes. Yeah.
0: I particularly love the sock with a knot in it. Oh,
1: that, yes. So that... That's called my socks have holes in it, and so mm. now it's a toy. <laughs>
0: but how great is that? Yeah, upcycling or like, um, maybe it's not upcycling, but like using reusing, reusing um, rather than even spending money on a big expensive whatever pizza toy. You've got this at home. Yeah, you tie it in a knot. She's yeah. having the time of her life.
1: And boom, and there you, there you go. go. It uh, doesn't take much
0: Yeah. because you can only have so many sock puppets, <laughs> <That's> right? <true. laughs>
1: It's true. It's very true. Um, yeah. So those are the those are like she's uh, really. I've had her since she was eight weeks old. So. And
0: what made you pick her from the lot or from wherever you were? Picking?
1: Well, it's funny. So my friend, um, a, a good friend of mine in Montreal, uh, um, had a litter. Okay. And she knew that I was looking for a dog, and originally I had wanted a um, a bulldog. And when I was asking around about like different dogs and what do you think? Because Zena is my first dog ever, oh. so I didn't really know oh, I didn't much. Know that. Okay. Um, and she suggested that I think about a Boston Terrier because Bulldogs tend to have a lot of health problems. Right. And sure. You have to um, be aware of that, and uh, sh- so Boston Terriers are of the same type of family in that they have short muzzles and right. um, things like that, but. Um, yeah, so she had a litter, and oddly enough, so here's the story, it's serendipity, I may have told this before, but, uh, I had a friend, my best friend from England, Chrissy, was supposed to visit me, uh, the summer that Zena was born, and, uh, a few, like, a week before she was supposed to come, she, um, Burst her kneecap.
0: Oh my goodness, Chrissy. So I hope you're doing okay. She's now. much okay. better now,
1: and uh, so she couldn't fly, okay. and so we had to cancel her trip oh. to come see me. But I had already booked off the vacation, so right. I was going to go visit a friend in California. But then, before I was buying my flight, my friend was like, Listen, I'm about to move, and right. as much as I would love to hear, it's just not the right timing. Sure. And I was like, No problem. And as all of that was happening, my friend Jess from from Montreal uh, uh, messaged me and was like, "Hey, we just had a litter, um, and I have this one beautiful uh, dog who's the baby of the litter. Um, but I want her to have a great home, and I know you've been looking to have a dog, and and yeah, and so it." I went to Montreal on my vacation instead of all those other plans and went right. to pick up Zena.
0: That's so, so great. So it was
1: really um, very much a serendipitous opportunity.
0: And is her name Zena Kana or does she have middle names and any other names? No, no, it's
1: just Zena Kana. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. She's a sweetheart. She, she really is. is. She,
0: she really is. is. Have you had any other pets in your life?
1: No. Oh. No. She's her first oh. pet. And it's funny because I remember my parents... Uh, at that time, we're living in Montreal. They've moved to Toronto since then. But when I got her, they were still living in Montreal. And so, when I brought her back to their place, they were like, "What have you done?" Right. Like they couldn't comprehend what was happening. Um, and to you know. Uh, to their credit, I didn't really know what was happening either. It's sure. one of those things where uh, if I had known, I probably wouldn't have been right. so. Uh, but quick. you're so
0: much richer for. having Oh, absolutely. It. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean. Like sometimes you just have to seize the opportunity, sure. and and not knowing can actually be beneficial mm-hmm. in an odd way. Um, and so, because it makes you take the risk, and so. Uh, I brought her back to Toronto. My mom came with me. Uh, and then I remember the moment that my mom fell in love with Zena Because okay. at first she was just really like not sure how to handle this. Right. And so she went away after a week. She went back to Montreal. And then she came to visit me like maybe six weeks later or something right. like that. And she walked in the door and Zina remembered her and was so happy to see her. And my mom started crying because oh. she was like, I can't believe she remembers me and that she loves me so much. And ever since then, they've had a very, very special bond. I
0: love it. Your mom's such an elegant woman who has so much class and just know that she cried because a thought came through. such a sweet, sweet It's really great. Yeah. It's really
1: great. And now my entire family just loves her she's like the grandchild of it's our family great yeah it's it's
0: great. Great. we have my family had yorkshire terriers yes and we're a big family of yorkshire i don't know how that happened my sister is a fan of the english bulldog but somehow my family got into yorkshire terriers and we had canaries and so those were like you know pets that we've had canaries are just so great because there's they just keep you company and they sing all the time when they're happy and mm-hmm. they're beautiful colors and whatnot. And of course, we had fish because I was really into of course um, tropical fish and goldfish and things like that. Those were the pets that we had. Would you ever consider getting an exotic pet, like a like? When I say exotic pet, I don't mean a pet that is uh, on the endangered species list. No, but, but like a like parrot or something. A parrot or a um, tarantula or no. something like that. No, 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 not your thing. No, thank you. No. <laughs> we we have a friend who has a parrot. Really? Yeah, and he's like. You know, you really have to consider the parrot because they could outlive you. So who gets the parrot oh, should you go? Oh, interesting. Because like, yeah, how
1: long do parrots live for? They
0: can live for like 90 years. They can really? Live, yeah, they can live. Parrots? Away. Yeah, parrots.
1: Are you making that up?
0: And he's going gonna, gonna to take out. a look. Mm-hmm. But they can live long. If you have a tortoise, they can certainly outlive right. you. Although I will say make sure that if you have a tortoise that it is one of those animals that is Legal to have and that it's not protected, and
1: oh, yeah, any of you're those right. ins- 10 to 100 years, yeah. Wow, that's um, wow, okay, yeah. That's I mean, the other piece of that though, with like parrots and tortoises and turtles and things like that, is that like I don't, yes, they can live um. Past you but also I don't feel like with a dog or a cat, like they have space, they're open, they're, they're around domesticated they're do- sure. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're comfortable with that. I just feel like I don't know, with birds and with other types of animals, I'm not as comfortable having them on display.
0: Sure. And there's plenty of places if you want to look at those beautiful creatures, you can go and see them. Absolutely. Right. So
1: I mean I love let's... sea turtles. I love watching yeah. turtles when I'm diving and things, but um, yeah. I wouldn't want
0: it. When's your next dive?
1: Hopefully this summer. Really? Hopefully, if we can, yeah.
0: And where are you hoping to go?
1: So that's part of the discussion. Um, You know, do we go somewhere new or do we go back to Bonaire and try and challenge ourselves a little bit more around like the length of our dives, how deep we go, things like that. So it's all up in discussion. It's up for discussion right now
0: would you consider diving in I want to say Tobermory in Ontario
1: yeah so actually apparently in Brockville there's like a, a bunch of places to dive right. as well so I would it would just have to be at the time of the year where the water is at least warm yes. uh, because I only have a wetsuit but uh, it's yeah I would mm. I would I would definitely do that um I think I actually someone, um, on my Instagram is currently diving in Fiji and it looks amazing. Oh, wow. Amazing. I bet. Um, so...
0: You should go there.
1: Yeah, there's also uh, Honduras, like Roatan, right. which is supposed to have amazing oh diving and okay, Belize. Okay, so...
0: Nidhi, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one of your family members is listening or a good friend who's like, I don't know what to buy, Nitty.
1: If mm-hmm. you could have... My birthday's my, coming up. Yeah.
0: If you could have something that is dive related Mm. that someone was to purchase for you even our listeners yep what would that (laughs) what would that item be
1: so that's a difficult question okay and i'll tell you what great because i am currently in the process of like developing my dive kit right so i have a wetsuit i have my snorkel and my uh mask Mm -hmm. i have uh boots oh uh, I have a little shaker that I put on my dive suit oh, to get I don't know people's what that attention. Is, but that's
0: oh, always shaker. Yeah,
1: because underwater, when you, you want to like, shake. you got to shake. Yeah. Um, I have in the past borrowed uh, a dive computer and dive fins, so those are next on my list. Okay,
0: so dive fins. I know what those are. Yeah. Traditional thing that you see. Yep. On a diver's feet that allow you to propel yourself quickly. Yeah, I don't know what a dive computer is.
1: So a dive computer is uh, kind of like a wristwatch. Oh, okay. And it uh, only operates essentially, like it, it turns on underwater. Oh. And it measures like your depth, the time of okay. your dive, like how much... Uh, stopping time you need to have before completely ascending uh how much uh time you can stay at a certain depth before you need to uh, move on from that depth to conserve your air etc etc so the computer is uh basically what tells you where you're at on your dive and you to plan it properly and then so those are the next two things i think um however i also need a bcd which is your buoyancy control device. So it's yes. your uh, the vest that people wear when they're diving that inflates or deflates with the air. And it also has pockets that you put your weights in. So depending on how much weight you need in order to actually sink, um, so, you would
0: need the weights too, then? They're, they're bought separately? Are they sold separately? I
1: mean, the weights, you usually get them when you rent air oh, anyway, I see. Okay. so it's not so much of a cost. Okay. But the BCD is. And then the last thing, which is the most expensive, uh, I mean, other than a, a tank or something sure. like that, but sure. I'm not going to buy a tank. No, but um, hey, listen, uh, is your uh, octopus and gauges. And oh, so. This sounds awesome. I <laughs> know. So, what the octopus is. Um, is, uh, so, so the octopus has these different, um, gauges attached to it. One of them is your, uh, measures how much air you have. Uh, so it'll, it'll hook onto your tank. Okay. Uh, one of them, and then that can also measure your depth depending on the type of, uh, gauge that you have. Um, there's also the one that connects to your BCD so that okay. you can inflate and deflate. And anyways, that, that hooks on to the back of your tank okay. and basically controls the Air. airflow. Okay, I see. Um, so
0: when in doubt... And that's by, thousands of dollars. Buy Niddy an octopus. There you, there you go. Well, Nitty, we've come to the <laughs> end of our episode. Thank you. I know we always go back to diving, and I think it's because I just have a love for it, so yeah. I always bring it back there, but... Your birthday is coming up. It is. And if your family is like, I don't know what to get her, you've just given many options that they can get for you.
1: Thousands of dollars work. Whatever. Now. Listen,
0: you deserve it. You deserve it. Um, thank you for listening. And thank, thank you, you for the emails and the reviews and whatnot. We love it. Mm.
1: And uh, we uh, really appreciate all of you. And we hope that uh, this show continues to help you. And uh, we hope that you listen and sleep.